We're live? All right. Welcome to Feats and Fables, a uh, fifth edition Dungeons and Dragons actual play podcast. This is our second uh, show of our new season. It is set in Aglaron. And previously on Feats and Fables, Mira, the water Genasi druid, Silvio, the satyr bard, Ross, the lizard folk barbarian, Wildfire, the fire Genasi wizard, and Vincent, the human fighter, the heroes of Aglaron, headed out to patrol the Umber marshes. They were looking for refugees from the fascist uh, nation of Thay or Wildfire. Or <laughs> I'm hearing an echo. Are we good? I think so. Okay. Yep. Uh, they were headed out into the Umber Marshes to uh, find refugees who might be fleeing Thay, to uh, see if there's any um, monsters or other threats in the marshes that need to be dealt with. And uh, they had headed out, and their group of uh, scouts in the, the Aglarond army is a little bit famous because they've gone on two patrols now, and they've come back without their CO twice. So the headless horsemen are on their own. And right when we left last week, they had just encountered some aggressive plant monsters. So just to reintroduce our heroes, so you can connect faces and names. We have Andrew, who is playing Mira. Ben is playing Silvio. Coda, Kodab Games, is playing Ross. Joe is playing Wildfire, and Ron is playing Vincent Tussaud. Say hello to your fans, gents. How's it going? Thanks for Hello! All right, so we are in the nation of Aglarond, and y'all had headed out from Glarendar, which is here. You should be able to see the yellow loop on the map. Into the Umber Marshes, you have been assigned patrol sector. There's a bunch of patrols, well, five different patrols out in the Umber Marshes right now. So you're just one of them. You have an area to patrol, but you don't have a patrol route because trying to plot a path through a marsh that's all got shifting small streams and sandbars and marshes and all that, it's, it's just not practical. So they uh, rely on you to make the best choices possible about your patrol route. The Umber Marshes, as you'll recall, is a huge, green, sticky hell of a marsh. It uh, drains into the Umber River, and it's got a lot of small tributaries that uh, tend to shift and flow uh, as the, the water moves through it. Paige, I don't know why you have to describe it that way. <laughs> this seems lovely. Because I've been in those marshes. Would not uh, recommend. Would not recommend. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're pretty cool. I do like me some black mana uh, in a very serious way. So I, I dig marshes, but like they're only fun for a while. Once you've been there for too long, they're hot and too sticky. And too uh, so this is what they look like on a more uh, uh, ground level. So this is what you're tromping through. Like you might be fine tromping along in these little islands, and then you get to a point where it's just open water, and you're going to have to find a way around. 
there had been a mention of flatboats, uh, perhaps in the marshes, but it becomes pretty impractical because you'll be able to use them for an hour and then you have to portage them for three hours and you can use them for an hour and you have to portage them for three hours. It just gets to be almost more trouble than it's worth. I mean, I don't know about that. We have very strong people. They seem like they could carry these boats without much problem. <laughs> yes. All right, so uh, when we had gotten into the marshes, uh, all right, is everybody with me on the marsh map? Yes. All right, so- uh, that, that thing was definitely not that close last time. <laughs> sure, sure. Okay, where was it then? You tell me. I don't me. know, but it wasn't adjacent to me, that's for sure. Fair enough. I thought it leapt at you at the end of last session, and that I, was where we uh, we stopped. I, that, you know what? It's going to leap at you anyway. So I just can... remember the butt waggling. I don't remember the leaping. Yes. So when we when we left our heroes, we'll start with the butt waggle because everybody loves cats. Uh, so when we when we left off, this uh, this creature, your your keen senses had seen this creature. Uh, yes. Your keen senses had seen this creature and several others in the swamp. It is roughly bipedal, or bipedal, it's roughly quadrupedal, and it looks like just kind of a mat of uh, marsh grass and branches and twigs, and you actually see more than one of them, but they blend into the marsh so well that they're really hard to, really hard to see. Creeping along behind them are some smaller creatures that look like just bundles of animate sticks and vines. Uh, so they definitely appear to be uh, more of a vegetable threat than animal or mineral. Had we encountered these before when we'd gone on patrols? I don't know that you've encountered them because they're pretty rare, but they are widely known. Uh, they're called uh, fin beasts. And they're a type of vegetative critter roughly akin to a wolf. Uh, they eat meat, they go about on four legs, they have very good camouflage, but they are definitely a plant creature. And I make some sort of check to see if I know any hunting strategies that might be effective. Yes, please make me, uh, gosh, this thing is looking at me and I think it's gonna jump check. Well, I've, I've got a nature check, if that would work. I think nature would work just fine. I give you a 15. All right. As I pull everything up on D&D &D Beyond, since I had forgot to do that, uh, you know they do not like fire. And fire uh, damage the, damages them quite a bit. <clears throat> and can also be used to run them off. Got it. They also tend to grow back very quickly from their wounds. Uh, but if you hit them with, you had a 15? A 15. If you hit them with uh, fire or ice uh, from magic or a torch or something like that, um, it prevents them from uh, growing their wounds back every round. Which one were you describing again? The quadrupedal ones. The, okay. the, the fin beasts. Uh, do you also see some little ones out there too, like this this fella? Uh, do you want to make some kind of nature check at that one too? Sure. That's when I've got a 13. All right. 
you think that that is something called a thorn blight. It's basically just uh, a, uh, like a bunch of stickers powered by hate. Like most stickers are powered by hate anyway, but these are especially powered by hate. They're, um, uh, they are pretty, um, they're not particularly dangerous. They have a, a ranged attack, um, but they, if you get enough of them together, or particularly if they come upon a group of people like at night when they're in their tents and sleep bags or whatever, they can be a real problem. But like three or four of them on their own is not any sort of challenge for this group. But when uh, when the fin beasts are there as well, it becomes a little more serious. I see. So what? the fin beast stalks out of the marsh and you can just see the glowing orange light in its eyes and it does the the butt wiggle like a cat and leaps at you and then we rolled a bunch of initiative yes we did and i got very low yes <laughs> yes you did and in fact uh silvio's uh uh feels empowered to move very quickly into the combat and Ben has gotten very extra with the number of bars over his head. I mean, I like bars. Bars are good. I miss uh, bars. <laughs> I haven't seen a bar in a real long time. Yeah, uh, I mean, I've seen my home bar, but that's which that's is true. well stocked, but yes. still. Um, do we know if these are animal, mineral, or vegetable? As far as like, definitely vegetable. As far as like an elemental or something like that, or is that unknown? Like. In what context are you asking this question? Is its type elemental for the purposes of spells? It is not. Okay, cool. I might be lying. No, they're definitely plant creatures. Okay, cool. The, the uh, creature type is plant. Cool, cool. Uh, in that case, Silvio will look at the creature and look at Ras. Uh, you got this right. Uh, you don't need me to do anything. Um, I'll just stand back here and uh, encourage you. Is how is that? How about bringing up some fire? I do not really do that. It is not in my uh, repertoire. Um, Torch, flint, and steel—anything. <laughs> uh, this still sounds like things that are in your pack, but not in mine. But still, you'll do great, buddy. Uh, so I will use a bark inspiration on you. <laughs> so you can use that at some points, uh, and then Silvio will uh, string a or strum a quick tune on his lute, uh, and then hold out his hand, and we'll attempt to Eldritch Blast this creature. All right. So I am I am widely reputed to be quite extra. Yeah. What's up? But the one token I don't have on here is Bardic Inspiration. Oh my God! I am in fact the worst. Page. I, I think. I think that. You. I gained your power. <laughs> I think that statement needs some uh, description of your extra. Do you care to explain to the audience okay, what sure. madness you've done? So roll 20, which is a program I've used for hundreds of hours to DM, is one that I really like, program, website, whatever. Uh, and they come with a set of status tokens for things like you've been knocked prone or you've grappled or you're frozen in place but they're not the ones i wanted so i went and made got my own tokens for all the 5e conditions and uh you know what i will actually put them up uh joe will have to help me with this but i'll put them on our website 
so anybody can use them if they want to. Sure. Uh, and I'll include a Bardic Inspiration one in the next one, but Ben, you got to remind me to add that one. It's okay. I will just, I'll remember in my heart that you have let my class out to die. Oh. Uh, Coda, I'm just going to give you a bright yellow circle on your character to Sounds remind good. you that you've got that Bardic Inspiration. All right. All right. So. G- give unto me your Eldritch Blast, sir. I shall give unto you... I shall give unto you Saloon Starry Smites. I like it. I like it. All right. Uh, You absolutely target it straight between the eyes. And uh, tell me what your Eldritch Blast looks like. Uh, So as as it said on the can and in the description, it is a silvery blast of energy that comes out from the center of Silvio's hands. Uh, and blasts into it with an explosion of glitter. <laughs> an explosion of glitter. I don't know where she is. I don't know if she's listening, but Amy Zura somewhere <laughs> is smiling. <laughs> All right. Uh, and then I will take nine points of damage. All right. Somebody asked what the bar over uh, their heads was. Um, the bar over their heads allows me to put how much damage you've already done to them in that bar so you know. I don't want to put... The way it's designed is that you are supposed to put like, you know, if something's got 50 hit points and you've done 12 to it, it'd be 12 slash 50. But I don't want you guys to know how many hit points things have. So it's mm. whatever hit points, and I'll keep adding up over one because I have to have something in the denominator math. But uh, that's what the green bars are. All right. With that... Uh, number green comes padding out of the woods. And I don't think I'm very... Uh, I'm sorry. Upon completion of my Blast of Glitter, I will return back beyond, or behind, rather, my more stalwart companions. Sure. Sounds good to me. So you're hiding behind the wizard. I mean, you know, Wildfire talks a big game, so it's got to be fine. All right. So another one pads out of the the plants. I've got most of the mast mass the map darkened out not because it's dark but just because the plants are so thick you can't see through them Mm. Uh, so another one pads out here and continue wiggles its butt and runs at wildfire but gets there and can't do a darn thing oh boy uh i moved just in time yep (laughs) then number blue goes and tries to take a bite out of ross and toward i duck mm. by which you know, i mean i pull a duck out and feed him the duck instead of me that's oh a good my strategy God. very live ducks to feed the monsters that's quackers oh <laughs> uh, that's not the chicken we brought to be our leader is it inspiration point for the terrible terrible pun excellent coda i have good news and i have bad news i want the bad news first i've crit you that is pretty bad. Okay, uh, what's the good news? There is no good news. She'll give you max. <laughs> your new character will start with max gold. Uh, the good news is that you only take 15 points of damage. That's one five. Mm. Okay. Then the next tech. Nope, nope. All I got is one. Uh, all right. However, Side that note, I think time, I forgot to roll initiative. Oh, perhaps. Ooh, you are not showing up. 
Yes, roll me initiative, please, Andrew. Would you? I'm gonna remember, I don't see wrong either. Yeah, right. I know. I know. I had rolled before. Well, roll twenty didn't keep it from last week, and it's the worst. So be sure and click your token and then roll your initiative. I have done this thing, I think, and I still don't show up in the tracker. That's all right. I got you. Oh, all right. Oh, okay. Uh, I think that's about what I had last week as well. Something not great. I, yeah, there you go. Oh, and then right. Andrew should probably meet oh, since this number eighteen twelve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so that would hurt. Yes. So go ahead, Mr. Andrew. Oh, okay. You can go before Excellent. Yeah, yay. Pardon uh, me, pardon me, Doctor Andrew. <laughs> uh, so the stuff like uh, this grass here isn't any kind of like difficult terrain or anything. You or know sorry, the, the 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 shrubs, I should say. Did you see the top of the map, Andrew? <laughs> Where it says plants equal difficult terrain. Oh, aha. Excellent. I listen, reading English is my second language. It is not. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it literally is. But that's that's something for another episode. Fair. Uh I'll move over here because it even with difficult terrain, that's not too bad. Sure. And we'll I have feel, um, uh, yeah. two points of cover and be obscured if you would like to hide. Excellent. Um, and I'm going to assume that my friend here probably needs a little bit of support. He looked like he took a bad hit. Uh, I'm going to create a bonfire uh, uh, with some kind of token. <laughs> Should I just go ahead and draw a shape or something? Uh, yeah, yeah. Just uh, go to freehand and then pick an. Actually, I'll make one for you. Don't worry about it. Uh, oh, I'm making something, an orange box. Sure. How's that? Like that. Oh, and it's not filled. I can't move it. Oh, God. Looks like you missed somehow. I <laughs> Andrew, you need to go. I, I'll be right back. Hang on. I got gotcha. you. I should be allowed to operate these. Oh, no, it's fine. All right. I'm going to draw the box right there. Aha. Uh-huh. No. She made this is everywhere. Off. Yes. It is. <laughs> We're just burning the whole place down. Oh, God. I was I, afraid I, that's I, what's going to happen. I I'm down. I should st- I'm just going to move it over. Oh, God. I'm trying to give you the good one, Andrew. Like, stop. <laughs> stop. <laughs> All right. So you All put right, the bonfire on that one? Yep. Okay. Uh, what what does this do to me? What what prizes do I get with this? So I I, I, I conjure up a little fire from the ground. It sort of comes up from from the uh, from the grass, like a set of really terrible roots. Um, and any creature that uh, that is where this box of heat is uh, must succeed on, on a deck save or take one d eight fire damage. I love it. All right, deck save coming up. And by yeah. that I mean just dexterity check. Uh, I offer you a fourteen, sir. Uh, and my oh god, can't actually see. Yay, my... new characters! <laughs> <laughs> I imagine your I think... DC's 13. Yeah, it's 13. Okay, so I made it then. You did make yeah. it. Okay, do I take half damage? Nope, not from a cantrip. Okay, and think so. Yeah, all right, so but it will remain. So, okay, it, it like. It stands up really tall on its viney tippy toes, so it doesn't burn its belly. Right. 
Uh, all right, so that is number orange. Who is going to move 30 feet and then shoot somebody? 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. All right. Uh, Code, I got more bad news for you. I'm going to. Is it more crits? Because no I don't know. Let's find out. <laughs> no, I have rolled a seven. A. Uh, a blast of thorns goes right by your head and you can hear it whistling by but it misses you mm. all right that gives us number uh oh number red one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve it's gonna stay over here all right and number pink one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. All right. Uh, Y'all can see them there because they don't have any actions to hide, but they will have a couple of points of cover just because there's a lot of plants flipping around. Wildfire. Hmm. The name like that, this encounter is apparently made for you, sir. Apparently. Right? Well, it would have been if the uh, bard wasn't a coward with, like, triple my AC but hid behind me. So I don't know what you mean, man. Well, I mean, I think your AC is 17 and mine's 12, so... Where's your mage armor, sir? Why would, you... I waste a, why would I waste a spell slot on mage armor? Yeah. Oh, lord. Sounds like a lot of work. Munis, um, this is what he gets for being an invoker and not an abjurer. Let's all keep in mind, guys. Joe usually plays a paladin, okay? He's learning. He's learning. Well, we're all learning. I support your learning. decision not to waste one of your valuable spells on Mage Armor. <laughs> I'll get in there in just a minute. Ugh. Well, so if I move to here, that's not even really that many. That's not terrible. One of the fun things that Roll20 does is allow you to measure very accurately uh, on the battle mat. Well, yeah, so I'm trying to figure out where my cone is going to go. Okay, so I move to here and then cast Burning Hands. Uh huh. Emanating from here downward. So it's going to be this square, this square, and then these three squares. Sure, sure. Uh, I owe you a bunch of saves, I think. You do. They are right. reflex saves. Dexterity in the submission. <laughs> mm. All right. I offer you... Jeez, uh, Louise. It seems like you should take that first roll, Joe. I don't know why it auto-rolled damage and then gave then rolled again. Oh, I, yeah, yeah, I just missed the first one. I'm going to take the, whatever a, the first one was. A five, a 20, and a three. So the DC is 13. So uh, this fella here will take half damage. And it's uh, 13 for full, 7 for half. All right. Thir 13 or 14? All right. 14 for full, 7 for half. No. It's a stout world, Joe. I mean, wildfire living up to your name. That's me. Right. When you when you uh, cast that spell at them, uh, the minute the fire flickers from your hands, that you can tell like the body language of all these uh, plants uh, becomes very defensive and frightened. And when you your spell sears through them, they make 
loud screeching planty noises of unhappiness. Good. What, what does a planty noise sound like? Nope, I don't know, man. Silence. It just sounds like <laughs> silence. I was hoping for photosynthesis, but yeah. <laughs> what does photosynthesis what, like sound like? That's my question. It sounds like a bunch of undergraduates howling because it's hard to remember. <laughs> All right. Um, it's a song by Carbon Based Lifeforms. I mean, that's what it sounds like, clearly. We should put that on our website, too. All right. With that, the last one comes one, two, three, four, five, six. I can't do nothing. Seven, eight. All right, it's just going to go to here. Uh, you notice that while uh, you uh, humanoid non-plant creatures have kind of a hard time bushwhacking through the plants and they're difficult terrain for you, it doesn't seem like it's difficult terrain for these guys. They're cheating. Mm -hmm. Roz. Now is your chance to take your vengeance. This person took fire data. Data. This person took fire damage. <laughs> Joe, chat seems to not think you have enough Ys in your name. I they mean, demand more Ys. That's fair. That's fair. That's how you know it's cool and edgy. That is true. That is true. So, so what you going to do, Kata? <laughs> Sorry. Um, all right. So I'm going to um, move down here. And uh, you want to know what really pisses me off, Paige? Getting crits. What, what really pisses you off? Not only getting crit, but being surprised. <laughs> like it takes, it takes a thing, an extraordinary amount of stealth to sneak up on my senses. And that, that just needs to be killed with. Um, fire. fire 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 but sadly fire. all i've got is the sword so i'm gonna rage become mechanically angry i'm gonna become Ooh. so mechanically angry you don't even know and uh i'm gonna move and attack the uh little one here all right rather than the the big one that's already damaged yeah, I mean it's it's okay. currently smoldering, so I feel like it might not be uh, have much fight in it. Okay. All right, so I want to make sure I'm doing this correct. I'm long. If I hit my longsword, it's going to give me a roll. But will that automatically include my plus two damage from? Right? I. <laughs> Pass that one over to Ben. Who plays Let's find out together. Did you select a barbarian in the character mancer, or did you just fill things in automatically? I selected a barbarian in the character mancer. So it should have an option for raging uh, under your attacks that you should click on, and that would add your damage. All right, a 17 hits it all day long. Are you using okay. it one-handed or two-handed? Uh, currently, I am one-handed because I've got right. a shield in my other. So it's seven plus four, so it does not look like it is including my plus two. So that's 13 points. All right. With that, you slice the angry, hate-filled pile of stickers apart, and mm. uh, it twitches a couple of times as it hits the ground and then just starts rapidly decomposing into soil. Yeah. Gross. Nope. All right. Anything else? That's it for me. Well okay. done. 
Victor Victor Toussaint. All right, uh, Victor, who is rear guard, um, notices we're being attacked from the front, mostly. Mostly. Uh, he'll take his longbow and he will shoot at the one that is currently on his barbarian friend. Um, uh, so this one down here, number blue. Yes. He will have, like, there's a lot of traffic between you and he, and he will have a couple points of cover because of it. All right. I will ignore all of that since I'm a sharpshooter. Excellent. Oh, snap. I see Joe has installed more Ys in his name. Mm -hmm. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'll use inspiration I earned last session probably for a pun of some type. All right. And I will shoot with the minus five. Ooh. Oh, 18 will do it. So that'll give us uh, 14 total damage. All right. It howls in plenty-like pain again. And uh, you can see that the vines that make up its body are starting to shrivel and fall to the ground. But it's not, not quite still in there swinging. Anything else? I will drop my longbow, hopefully somewhere not too watery, uh, move up, and draw my greatsword. Oof. All right. Solid turn. Silvio Donadu. So, uh, seeing that we are going to swords, uh, I shall let my loot go so that it falls back on its strap across my back, because that I do not let fall in the water. Uh, and I will draw my blade. It, and it I- might get polluted. No. Oh. Mm. Uh, uh. We did not talk about we did not talk about <laughs> such beautiful things this way. <laughs> so I will saunter and mosey or even meander up here. Okay. Uh, I will um, then give it a good old poke. If my character sheet will come up. <laughs> You're always welcome to just roll the 20 slash roll d20 and go from there. I could do that. Uh, however, I will, uh, as I draw my sword, I will call forth to Talos uh, to make this creature suffer more. And let's see if I am effective. Aha! Does it 15 hits? It does. Right, you can have five points of magical piercing, and it is sheathed in thunderous energy. Aha, okay. Again, it's it's uh, looking pretty hurt. If this were perhaps a different edition of D&D, you might even consider it bloodied. Excellent. Even if it's in this edition of D&D, it <laughs> will be considered bloodied. Yes. As well, it would be as showing it. damage. It's not necessarily bloodied, but... There's no, no mechanical effect. It's definitely leaking. It's sapped. There you go. Mm. Thank you. Yes. Ooh. It's sapped is everywhere. It's awful. <laughs> so, All right. Anything uh, else from Sylvia? This is such a sappy session. I just don't know what to do about <laughs> it. Let's, let's get done with this turn ASAP. Uh, that's mm. the end of my pass. Okay. Uh, in that case, it is number green. I have taken fire damage, and I'm very unhappy about that. So I do not do any sort of regeneration. Womp womp. 
Uh, I have Wildfire, who lit people on fire, including me, a pokey stick bard, and a great sword swinging. Nope, I hate fire. So it's going to turn around and try and bite Wildfire. Bring it. May I offer you a 20 to hit? That hits. Yes. Uh, in that case, I would like to offer you eight points of piercing damage. Piercing damage. I, I suppose I'll, I'll accept it, but only today. All right. Um, yeah, that's what I got. Yep, that's what I got. Uh, all right. So that takes it to number blue, who did not take any fire damage. Aha. And uh, it seems to heal. Some. Number blue? Which one's number blue? The one we oh, got. Oh, I see. Oh, I, I didn't realize he was a smart ass. <laughs> I didn't realize he was still up, actually. I thought ah. for some reason that... Okay. Wait a minute. Did Mira's uh, hotboxing not deal damage? No. Nope. It was uh, no damage on a, on a save. Hotboxing. It also makes a saving throw on uh, when it ends its turn in the box with the fire. Oh, it's not ended its turn yet. Okay, but when it does, fair enough. Oh boy, oh boy. Um, and in fact, it is going to tippy toe out of the fire. It does that thing like a cat, like it's walking, like trying to shake its feet off, trying to not get on the fire. Um, you know that dragonborn was really, or dragonborn that lizard folk was really delicious. But there was somebody over here throwing fire around. I'm going to offer you an attack of opportunity. I will take it. Oh god, it's up in my face. Sadly, I will get an eight. All right, it uh, it you know it just eeled past you. It, since it's a plant creature, it can kind of like almost get down to ground level and flow along the ground when it wants to get away from someone. So it moseys up to Mira and tries to take a bite of her. After your 19 to hit. That will hit. Or eight points of damage. And it is your turn. How would you like to respond to this attack? This creature's like in your face with ah, plenty of teeth going snap, 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 snap. I think that is uh, plenty unpleasant. I mean, and, it is. And rather rude. So I think it is. It, I'm going to thunder wave this sucker away from nice. me. Thunder. Your hands off. Thunder. So if you'll give Thunder me a con way. save, con save, please. Sure. Um, although it's a 15 foot cube, can I hit both of the stick stick like creatures with something like that? You could hit wildfire and the creature. <laughs> yeah. um, if you move around one in the difficult terrain, I think you can get both the creatures, but not wildfire, right? I don't. I don't yeah, see how that comes. Fill, he can fill this cube. Fifteen foot. Which cube? Uh, I no, Never mind. Uh, Ron and I are agreeing uh, on the architecture. <laughs> no, no, you're absolutely right. I was trying to understand. I'll just, I'll just, I'll just deal with the one that's up in my grill. Okay, love the one so, you're with. Yeah, uh, so have... Mira will, will, yes, get back. All right, uh, it snaps at you, but the, the blast of kinetic energy emanating from your hands catches it like flat in the face. How much damage am I taking for this? 
take 15 points Ooh, of thunder damage. Damn. Holy crap. All right. And so uh, you thunder wave it back. And normally it would just throw it back, what, 10 feet, 15 feet? Mm-hmm. And it just turns it into like Caesar salad. Like it disintegrates <laughs> it and blows it like a leaf blower uh, all over that quadrant of the, the map. Amazing. All right. Ooh. That was dramatic. Anything else? <laughs> like you could move if you've got a bonus action that makes you happy. Uh, I don't believe I have one actually. So. Okay. I am actually quite okay where I am. All right, so this is red and then pink. All right, red took fire damage and therefore will not regenerate and is sad about all the things. All right, so this one is also... Mm, we don't like fire. We don't like fire a whole lot. We also don't like getting up on people. All right, so this one's going to shoot at wildfire. It uh, fires a blast of um, thorns at wildfire. Can I offer you an 18 to hit? Oh, yeah. You may have four points of damage. Then I will go 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, and get up in Mira's face. And then this one is going to do, does not regenerate and is also sad and uh, does the same thing. It is going to fire at you again. A second time. Now oh. I'm just insulted. <laughs> uh, however, the, uh, the rasping basso of the lizard folk uh, apparently rattled it and it, it like bobbles the attack midway and uh, then decides to rab it over here. To be closer, Mira. Nope, no more. There you go. All right. Uh, wildfire. Hmm. One second. So if I was here. Oh, lightning bolt formation. <laughs> 35 feet. I think that's. Well, actually, it's going to be starting here, technically. Hmm. Yeah, I'll take that attack of opportunity. All right. I move to here. I offer you a 10. Uh, you miss. And then I send a scorching pillar of flame <laughs> along this deliciously appropriate line <laughs> that catches all the enemies and none of my allies. Like, well I done. think it's an evoker. You get some sort of, like, you get a Chivo for that, I think. I like think a so. big rock goes off. I thought it was triple word score. Yes, it, that's it. That's it. Triple word score. All right. So we t everybody's taking seven. Uh, well, I got to save. Dex save for half. Okay, sure. So I got two of these guys. Badonk, badonk. Two of these guys. Badonk, badonk. Dude, I just want to know where you got a red dragon scale. <laughs> Down at I the store. Yeah, the, dragon <laughs> the uh the uh, uh quartermaster for learned are like has a few and issues them very rarely. All right, so I have an eighteen, a five, a nineteen, and eight. So that looks like a perfectly bimodal distribution. Yep. So this thing dies. Uh, mm -hmm. I, take, I take half on a save. You take half on a save, so you okay. still take fire damage, which is important. Yes. And it's seven, so minus uh, plus three. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, this one takes seven. Oop, I think that is too much. Nope, I live! But it does take fire damage, which is gonna mean it's not gonna live for long. And then this one takes three. So my driving scale is actually only this big. It's very small. It's from the right on the edge of the tail. It's tiny, tiny. And it's it, it's like been used by mages oh, and Agaron yeah. for like thirty years. <laughs> Just a pinch. Pass me down. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, so that was exciting. You done? Anything else? That's me. All right. Uh, the yellow one is like, holy hell, what just happened? I didn't even see it. Uh, thinks about trying to go get whatever hit it by fire, but decides instead that the the, the human in front of them looks more tasty. Ron, may I offer Victor a 15 to hit? That will not pierce the splint I think I'm wearing. All right. It uh, goes and you catch it on one of your... Um, What's the word I'm looking for? Not grieve. Vambrace. Vambrace, thank you. You catch it on your, your vambrace, and you can just see like it's blunting its wooden teeth against the, the steel of your armor. Metal beats wood. It does, <laughs> quite frequently. Um, I fire, so no region. Yeah, that's all I got. Ross. Well, having been completely ignored... I'm going to dig my feet into the mud and in one swift jumping motion, Ooh. I'm going to throw myself at the one that's attacking wild, or not wildfire, uh, Mira. Okay. And might I add that I add 10 additional feet to my long jump checks. Okay. It's my one special power. I've got to use it. <laughs> Maybe, like, that you, is how, you. That's how things work. Yeah, I mean, like, you saw you, Wildfire used his one special power to kill most of the monsters. Like, I mean, some of us have useful special powers. Some of us just <laughs> have ten feet to our long jump. You, you do look like Jordan going in for a dunk. Like, you make it look good. Uh, no, no. Oh, and you hit. I will get a twenty-four for eight points of damage on the the sticker creature full of hate. That's it. All right, it expires. You cleave it in half, and it starts to Ooh. disintegrate into the muck. Anything else? That's it for me. Victor? I will swing my greatsword at the green plant creature. All right. That will hit, and you destroy it. You cleave it in half, and it kind of goes... And uh, falls down and starts disintegrating into the muck. Damn, that's some damage too. Like, yeah. it's all toothpicks now. I have right. a special bond with my sword, so it gives me that little extra. Ooh. I see. I see. Anything else? Uh, I will. Con uh, I could retreat behind the bard, but I think I'll. I think I'll stay where <laughs> I am. I mean, we could just swap these. Like, you could retreat behind me, and I like. Isn't that a, a move in chess? Like the king's. It's castle? kind of like a, a double jury shuffle. Mm. But no, I will hold my ground. Okay. I thought the jury shuffles where you went away, not when you went forward. Well, he was talking about moving away, I believe. All right, so I will uh, move my little goat hooves into the difficult terrain creature. 
Uh, and then once again, I shall call upon the righteousness of Talos uh, to inflict this creature with great harm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or I'll just... Like, it sees you coming and just kind of like lifts up the paw as you're, as you're, as you're swinging. And as it lifts up, I lean in a little bit more, which causes my hooves to sink into the muck, and I just make a, <laughs> I make a very manly noise. A very, <laughs> A very, very manly goatee noise? Yes. All it right. You, uh, you make a very manly bleat of manliness. Yes. Uh, Mira. My poke goes wide. <laughs> Mira decides that she really wants this fire thing to work. So she's going to create a new bonfire. Oh, I can move it. Oh my god. I can't. Oh, I'm going to move. Probably because yeah. I made it. I'll just pull it over here. How's that? I will generate a new uh, little campfire right underneath the... Uh, I will light a fresh fire underneath this remaining stick creature here. Alright. I owe you a deck save. Yes. Uh, it it was not expecting that. It was not expecting that. And its belly is still, it's kind of crouched down, so its belly is kind of low to the ground. You're treated to the smell of burning, wet vegetation. as it Do you smell something burning? Do you? It will enjoy eight points of burning-type damage. Mm. Our damage rolls are on fire, yo. Yeah, they literally. Are. Yeah. Literally. Oh... Uh, all right, so it, it screeches in plenty pain as you burn its belly. Again, so many questions. I know. Uh, anything else for Miss Mira? If uh, not, no, maybe... she's very pleased where she is, which is sort of crouching here in the bushes, observing wildlife react to her experimentations. Fair. <laughs> All right, speaking of wild, how about wildfire? So Wildfire marches forward, kind of reaches his hand up into his hair, where there's kind of always this trail of sparks there, and he kind of, Ooh. like, coalesces them around his hand and then tosses them at the creature. You may have an inspiration point for an excellent spell description. You're just oh. throwing your hair at them? Wildfire is shedding. <laughs> <laughs> Man, it's a bitch on your clothes. He's got to yeah, pay well. extra to the barber. <laughs> yeah. All right, so that will hit all day long. And do eight points of damage. I'm fine. Everything is fine. All right, and I have taken some damage, fire damage, so I'm not regenerating. Life is pain. All right, so it's my turn, huh? It is. It is. Well, I have... A goat person who is not particularly exciting. A guy with a great sword who's a little threatening. And then the goddamn person throwing fire at me. All right. So it uh, leaps over Silvio's head, offering you both attacks of opportunity as it charges at wildfire. I mean, I will not turn down this opportunity. No, it's just I'm, copying I'm me. That I missed with my uh, my booming blade now, though. Yeah, I aimed for the underneath, but I don't know if I got it. Uh, you did not, however. Uh, Silvio catches it as it's leaping over with the with the moon touch drapier, and uh, just <laughs> lays open its charred belly 
and you are treated to a bunch of wet vegetation being dumped upon your head as it falls dead at your feet. These swamps, you never know what to expect out here. Hmm. We should keep an eye out for more of these. Uh, Paige, as we kind of pat out any fires that might have spread, I'm going to also collect some of the uh, remains of these creatures. Okay. I kind of walk around poking them, looking to see if they have anything of value. They don't. It's very sad. Like I said, they're made out of stickers and hate, and that's about all they've got. Gross. What are you talking about? Look at this stick here. This would make an excellent arrow. It's, uh, it's, it looks all, more it's, like it's, it's all bent. Like I don't understand. Like I don't understand. And this leaf here, this could be used for something. <laughs> so, Are you so really good. into resin artwork? Is that what's going on? You're like, yes, this would go perfectly in my resin statue. Excellent. It must really resonate with him. <laughs> But it's funny that you say that, because uh, as we wrap up, I pull out my staff and uh, I make a circle of flowers over around their, where their corpses were and uh, say a small prayer to them. You have an inspiration point for acting in character. I, I give an inspiration to point to someone who needs it. Someone. I need it. There you go. There you go. Miro actually come over and take a look at the uh, remains of these plant creatures. Uh, she's trying to remember if they're in fact uh, an introduced species or uh, if they're <laughs> if they're wholly local. local. Make me a, is this an introduced species or a native species check? I will go with nature. All right. Uh, yeah, no, these are totally local. They're actually. Um, they are plant creatures, but oh, hey, kitty! Um, but what uh, what animates them is actually kind of a, a mix of various types of magic, um, dark dark yeah. magics. There's been a lot of um, battles between Aglaron and Thay in this marsh, and so there's a lot of of dead things here, and so they tend to grow out of places where like corpses have been buried, and uh, given the um, twisted magics that could possibly be in here there i mean they're kind of a symptom of of something going quite wrong but they're they're definitely local hmm. so we should fight with peace in our hearts so we don't add to the problem hmm. i don't know if i do peace in my heart i don't know if that's a <laughs> mode that i have I was about to say, this sounds very rough on some of us. Like, I can fight with peace in my heart, but... Uh... I can set things on fire. How do you like that? I'll set things on fire. That'll give me peace in let's, my heart. Let's keep moving on. We don't <laughs> need to disturb this place more than it really has. I mean, I feel like uh, uh, Wildfire's pretty pieced off anyway. Mira's correct. There could be more of them around. And killing these with fire might have just pissed them off more. Or it might have uh, made them afraid of us and uh, not want to come nearer to the fire. Well, for sure, anytime there's fire around in a marsh, there is one definite result, which is a lot of thick, stinky smoke. And uh, as you are, are we taking a short rest now? Are we moving on? 
Why don't we take a short rest? Yeah, I think a short okay. rest sounds good. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, I could spend some hit dice. His insides back in. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so as you are take settle down for your for your short rest, um, you know you take a while, and you know you uh, put salve on the mosquito bites to keep them from getting infected, and uh, tend to your wounds and readjust your gear. Uh, you hear uh, someone hail you from the marsh in a uh, foreign tongue that most of you probably do not recognize. And why don't we take a short break and we'll get back to that when we come back. Sounds Paige, good. just as a quick aside, while we are taking our short rest within a short rest, I'm going to use my... I definitely have it. Hunter's lore <laughs> ability. Okay. Wait, no, that's not it. Cunning artisan ability. <laughs> Turn the, uh, the sticks from the stickers of hate into darts oh clever sure you absolutely can do that okay and we'll be right back uh five minutes ten minutes five minutes Ooh. welcome back to feats and fables if you're just now joining us, our heroes have vanquished several plant monsters that uh, had attacked them in the swamp. And as Hurrah! they're putting out fires and patching wounds, they hear a voice uh, addressing them in draconic from the swamp. Do you hear buddy here speak draconic? I do. Yes, you certainly do. And I'm in sure. fact... You, uh, you recognize the accent as definitely a lizard folk accent. Uh, hello there. Hello there. I will grab my staff and turn to face the, the voice. Who's there? Uh, my name is Ross Cougar. This is Shatheth. And let's see. Paige, I will take time to translate for my uh, uh, language challenged friends. All right. Uh, now I can't wait to hear uh, Coda do just Dragonborn shenanigans, or not Dragonborn, Lizard, Lizard shenanigans, and then do it in English in his accent back and forth. <laughs> it's his accent, actually, in Lizard folk is like, hey, y'all, how you doing? <laughs> so, so wait a minute lizard folk are like the southerners of the draconic no, just, no no just your <laughs> your accent is like you're from osaka is all we're saying it's fine all right yes one of them comes forward and says my name is rashugar this is shatheth hesk and kasuk uh we are hunting in this area we mean you no harm and uh these lizard folk. Let me pull you over here. One of them is very clearly a shaman, and they have uh, a necklace of alligator teeth around their neck. And uh, as that figure uh, hails you, a flicker of magical fire flies around their fingers. The other three look like uh, lizard folk warriors. Well, it's 
funny that you should mention that because much like the shaman, Ross is also an albino skin type with black stripes across his back and a armlet made of tiger's claws. And I will kind of give him the international lizard folk symbol of shaman respect. The, uh, the shaman bows rather elaborately towards Ross and says, may we approach your camp? Uh, or are the rest of these barbarians going to react uh, poorly? They want to approach. I mean, I see no reason why they shouldn't. Uh, I mean, yeah. so that they are saying everything that you are saying that they are saying. If it is something else, then perhaps not, but that gets very complicated very quickly. Perhaps they can I, be of some assistance to us to uh, give us some directions if they found any uh, people wandering the swamp. My long con of finally getting my revenge on the humans <laughs> has come to fruition. Don't say that out loud. All right, you so. weren't supposed to say that in common. You managed to ice. <laughs> You managed to isolate the least valuable members of the Aglarondine army and get them out to the swamp. The ones that, honestly, if they lost, they'd be totally fine with. Yeah, my bag lunch is expendable on it. (laughs) Y'all did that to yourselves. You may approach, but if you wish ill intent, it will be met in kind. The shaman's uh, body language, because lizard folk are very expressive folk, and they have um, both the spoken language and as well as the tone of the language, but their body language is very expressive. And uh, the lizard folk shaman gives the shrug of, if you don't start none, there won't be none. That is acceptable to us. Then come and share with us this meal. And in tradition, I will break portions of my rations and give them to each the shaman first then the warriors and effectively break bread with them except it's meat of course right uh yeah so the the shaman gestures to one of the warriors and uh the warrior reaches into their pack and kind of digs around and pulls out uh kind of like a chunk of meat like this that looks like it's been jerkified and then pulls out a bone knife and then cuts out real thin slices of it and hands it to you like a charcuterie plate uh with the obvious intent that you would pass it around to any of your companions if they were of the type to eat good food i will offer each person some jerkied alligator in turn i enjoy meat <clears throat> we are oh good We are looking for humans from the west, east, who are moving west. You wouldn't happen to have seen any such as they. We have been tracking two groups in the swamp. Uh, One, a group of a few humanoids. I don't know exactly what they are, but humanoids, humans, perhaps half-elves, unknown. They all kind of the same. Uh, and then a slightly larger group of gnolls. Uh, the humanoids bring in much higher bounties from the Thavian patrols than the gnolls do. Bounties from where? 
they point back to the to the east from Thay. Mm, I see. And where were these humans you saw? The shaman kind of goes like this and says, they're ones that we're tracking. We hope to get the bounty on them. If you'd like to know the location of the gnolls, perhaps, eh, the bounties on the gnolls are miserable anyway. I'd be happy to tell you where those are. Do they pose any threats to you and yours? It's a larger group. I wouldn't be uh, excited. Now, this is all being conducted in Draconic. Mm-hmm. Um, That's the only and, reason that Sylvia has stayed quiet. Okay. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't be excited to take on a band of gnolls this large, but with the appropriate stealth, I wouldn't feel terrible about it. Do you know uh, anything about what's happening to the west of here? What do you mean? Something large is altering the wildlife. Uh, All the alligators are going in different places. The shambling mounds are shambling into different areas. It's a big disruption on the wildlife to the west. I have not heard any news, but I can ask my companions. Perhaps one of them knows. And I'll turn to the rest of you. They say that something is disturbing the wildlife to the west. None of y'all know anything about that, do you? Didn't we come from the west? We I mean, did, kind of. Ish. I mean, the port is to the west of where we currently are. Uh, mm-hmm. There are several groups that left from the keep and headed out into the swamps. Maybe it's our group's passage that is upsetting the wildlife. And I would think I might know something about the wildlife to the west. You could make me a. Did I have I noticed something about the wildlife to the west, Jack? Uh, can I assist? Y'all yep. can do it together or separately as you feel appropriate. I clicked the thing. Okay. It was a good thing. It was a 19, so I think it's pretty decent. Mira don't so, need no help. So now that you, now that Mira kind of thinks about it, uh, to the southwest, kind of well out of your patrol area, uh, you noticed that uh, given the uh, migration path of some of the larger alligators combined with tracks you'd found of uh, other wildlife, it indicates, yeah, that there's something disturbing the uh, allocation of uh, predators to the west, southwest. Disturbing the allocation of predators, like, like there's too many of them or... Suddenly, a lot of them are disappearing, or like some of the top-level predators are getting run out. I see. So that might be the kind of thing where I imagine that something else has sort of taken their place and is scaring them off. That's even worse than they are. Potentially, why else would the predators leave? Unless all the food went away too. You'd have to go check. So I'll I'll turn after Mira kind of explains. I'll turn back to uh, what what was the shaman's name? Uh, Rashugagar. I'll I'll turn back to Rashugagar and and kind of explain. My companions seem to think that something has chased either the predators or their prey out of that area. I sent a patrol to check. Uh, probably a hand of days ago. 
they haven't come back. If you see them or find their bodies, start a small fire. I'll send a patrol to recover. We could do that, but I am still interested in these humans you are tracking. Perhaps if we make a point to go and investigate these troubles you are having, you could return a favor in kind and lead us, or at least give us the last sightings you had of the humans. Uh, we haven't seen them, only footprints. Mm, I'll think about it. The other threats that I've seen around here that you might be interested in is a group of uh, half-elves uh, off to the north that are also mercenaries. We had uh, fought with them trying to find some goblins that had escaped, and they killed them all. We, we at least got to eat the corpses, but it, while it's a nice meal, it doesn't do anything to give us coin for our pockets. Mm. We will keep an eye out for these mercenaries. Did they have any sort of symbology? No, but they weren't Aglarondon. They uh, might have been half-elves, but in the shaman gestures at the group of you, most of you have, u not uniforms, but at least you dress similarly. These were not like that. Hmm. So nothing like this. And I'll kind of point at the big do not kill me badge that the uh, <laughs> Aglarons gave me when they uh, uh, conscripted me. No, they weren't foresters. That I promise you. Mm. We know how Aglarond works. We've been living here longer than most of the half-elves. I am new here and just learning of their ways. Hence my debt owed to them. Do you know, if, if you're a slave here, we can uh, help you fight all the rest of these and kill them and set you free. Hmm. Isan has ordered me not to indulge in my more primal urges. That one looks rather tasty. Are you sure? It would shame my shaman. I will not have it. He's uh, a rest? Uh, why is he pointing at me? <laughs> he says you look delicious, but I will not let him indulge. Wait, oh. what? Wait, uh, Silvio's the delicious one? Huh. Let's be honest. Among the group of us, which one of us would be the most delicious? I mean, if your taste is stringiness and hairiness. We have already shared meal. They would not dare go against the tradition. Uh, they know that if they did, they would pay for it with their lives. Uh, Russ, uh, what is it that they are doing in the swamp, by the way? Uh, there was something about um, stuff with Mira, but uh, is that what they're here for, or is it something else? They've told me that they are tracking a group of human, and I, I've already briefly kind of mentioned all this to you, as I've translated, a group of humans, and they've also run into some gnolls and some mercenaries. But, they... and, and I will turn back to them to, to confirm, 
This swamp is your tribe's territory. This area is, yes. This is their hunting ground and territory. Uh, right, but these uh, humans that they say they are tracking, uh, would perhaps these be our refugees that uh, they are looking for as well? That is my suspicion, as they want to return them to Thay for Wait, a what? bounty. Ah, uh, that's very bad. There is a opportunity that if we investigate what is driving the predators and their prey from the west, that they will lead us to, or at least point us in the right direction of the humans. But if they are hunting them for a bounty, perhaps we should offer a counteroffer in addition? In the event that they are found while we are off doing this other thing, and then they go back to Thay, and then, you know, I am not proud of some of the things we have done, but we have not exactly screwed the pooch yet. We have just let down our commanding officer, and I would prefer not to have on my record that I also, you know, just saying, uh, <laughs> okay, uh, refugees slip through my fingers and be returned to Thay. Each, each of those problems was well documented to be not our fault or responsibility. So, Paige, I'm merely saying I do not want this to be the first time that we actually fucked up. During Roger. my during my draconic negotiations with these mm -hmm. guys, do I get any sense and that they are being at all dishonest, or do I get a feeling that they would go back on their word if we make a pact? Uh, your passive insight is, is a whopping 14. It is. Um, so you don't think that they will, and they, as, as a rule, most of the lizard folk just do not give a damn about Fae or Aglarond or none of that bullshit. They're just, that's people problems. That is not. Right. They're in it for the gold. They're handing over ref being uh refugee catchers for Thay is just something that happens to pay uh and and money is useful because it gets you the things you can't get in the swamp um so you don't get the impression that they have any loyalty to Thay. it's just a way to make a buck if anything they seemed kind of pissed off at the um idea that there was a camp of uh human or half elven uh refugee catchers in here that uh had taken their last prey or their last group of goblins that they were tracking. Got it. Uh, so I'll turn back to uh, to <clears throat> Rossagun. I'm going to need his name in writing so Sorry. I can remember it somewhere. <laughs> uh, I will put it. Rexagon. Wait a minute. Is one of you Ross and one of you is Rossagon? Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Completely different. It's Russia Gugar. Russia Gugar. Rashugugar, if we were to dispatch the refugee catchers that took your previous pay, would that be enough for you to disclose your current prey? Will you go investigate what is going on to the southwest? I've lost four kin to it already. I don't want to lose more. You said that the Mercenaries were to the north? Yes. We can't do both at once. 
you wouldn't go back on your word if we agree to this and take our absence as an opportunity to turn the refugees in for coin. The the shaman leans back and narrows their eyes at you and says, no. And they, uh, they hold out their arm and then they peel one of the scales off the underside of their arm and hold it out to you. And by holding that scale, by having their scale, uh, if they were to break their word to someone who is holding one of their scales, that is as if they had broken their uh, pact with nature, their ability to be a shaman. It is how you lose your magic if you go back on a pact with somebody who holds one of your scales. And uh, then I will return in kind. Then we have a deal. Let me, well... Before I pull one of my scales off, let me confer to make sure that this arrangement satisfies my companions. And I'll turn to the group. What do you think? How much of a bounty will they get for the humans if they turn them over to the Thay? Is that like, important? I mean, it. everything's relative, right? Like, the Thayans might only be giving them, like, one gold a human or something. And we could easily double that. Just, I mean, like, I am not against helping to solve other problems. I just want to make sure that, you know, this is agreeable and I'm not quite sure what you're sure. pulling parts I, of yourselves off. I will, I will, I will kind of chalk this one up to human strangeness and turn back to uh, Rashuragar and they want to know. What you are being paid for these refugees by the thane. We get uh, one sheep per refugee, which immediately turns into food. And And I I lick my lips at the thought of a delicious sheep. Right? You don't get sheep in the swamp. (laughs) That's hard to get. That's hard to get. Uh, Plus, (laughs) we get metal weapons. Uh, one per refugee, and we get 35 gold. They get 35 gold weapons and a sheep. And you can tell that he has clearly prioritized these things from least important to most important. (laughs) Clearly. clearly. Delicious sheep. Per refugee. I mean, you got to make it worth not eating the refugee. Because refugees sure. are delicious if you're a lizard fan. That's a lot. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. He said 35 gold weapons and the sheep per refugee. Right? <sighs> but only for the good ones. If we bring in something like gnolls or goblins, so many of the gnoll battalions have uh, have <laughs> left they recently. We'd be lousy with them. Turns out they're, they're not even particularly good to eat. Apparently, so- the more monstrous humanoids that leave they are worth less. That's very racist, or speciesist, I suppose. So these lizardmen are basically slavers. Yes. I mean, they are the the precursors to modern policemen. (laughs) Damn. (laughs) I think we should leave the burns to wildfire. (laughs) 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 nicely done nicely done oh oh (laughs) also 
damn you, Paige, for making me the only one that can talk to these people. We're going to get through it, though. We're going to get through it, though. At least we have someone. Paige wants me to wants to make sure I don't talk for a week. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's entirely possible somebody else spoke draconic. Also, you chose this voice. Entirely <laughs> self-inflicted. Yep. So, what do you think is an arrangement to go on a surveying of the Southwest? An acceptable agreement. Or will we offer them something as valuable as sheep and weapons? Well, let's put about <laughs> this way. What if back at their camp, they had a human child refugee and they told us that if we didn't go fight this monster, they'd kill the human child. Would we just go fight the monster? I am not here to judge them on what ifs and hypotheticals. They have given their word and are ready to trade scales. That is good enough for me. Uh, but is it? <laughs> I, I don't know what to say to that, really. It, <laughs> it, it's, you sound very certain, and for us to doubt you sounds like it would challenge your honor. I mean, are you just collecting scales? Do you want to get, like, one of each tribe or something? Ooh. Giving me the scale... He is forfeiting his magic if he goes back on his word. Oh, yeah, that doesn't sound good. Not to mention, we would be well within our rights to slay him and his kin. I don't know. I think we should just look for, keep looking for the humans and leave the lizard men to fight their own problems. But if you guys think this is a good trade to make... Lizard folk, they're definitely not men. Seems like a reasonable trade because we both get what we want and stop them from getting the thing that we want. Like, we're trading both. Yeah, and we won't end up having to fight them later, it sounds like. Well, if, if, if we don't kill the whatever it is, it'll maybe keep killing them and they'll stop being a problem. They just asked to know what it was, to clarify. They no, have no they... information. Okay. About and whatever's else. messing with the natural ecology. They do know that we're, they do seem to know pretty well about the camp of humans and half elves that are basically competing with them. And they, they would be delighted if you would wipe them out. But again, the human and half elves are to the north, the th mysterious threat is to the south. I have an interest in investigating the mysterious threat, regardless. Right, so it seems like uh, we killed two birds with one stone by going out, going and investigating it. I mean, we were out there for, what, two, ten days? Like, we could do both, we could do all kinds of things, like, and how, it sounds good to me. How far would, how long would it take for us to transit from that likely southern point to that likely northern point, or vice versa? I you mean, I you don't know where they are. You don't know the roughness of the train. Okay. How far okay. south you got to go. Yeah. That's I fair. mean, is it more than two, 10 days? Absolutely not. Is mm -hmm. it more than a day or two? Probably. I mean, I could ask, like, how far to the southwest is this mysterious threat? I'm not sure. I, I think it must be at least a 
day and a half, two-day walk from here. And my companions want to know about the uh, refugee hunters to the north. How far away would you say they are? They're exactly two days away. I can draw you a rough map of their camp. They seem to be a little much for us to take, but <laughs> you have humans with us. <laughs> you can take them out. If and they you, won't come after your scales for it. If you draw us a map there, I will continue to consult with my companions. And uh, the lizard folk uh, uh, reaches their hand out towards uh, some of the water nearby and does some sort of arcane spell. Is anybody going to freak out? Mm -mm. Counter spell! I mean, you're the third <laughs> level. I mean, that's true. That's what you got. No, Is there anything I'm familiar with that they're doing? I mean, would you like to make me an arcana check? I certainly yeah, can do yeah, that I, thing. I, I'd like okay to know. There. You know what? Nah. The Apparently, I don't give a. I don't give a flying <laughs> flip. I'll give an arcana check. I have a. I'm a. Uh, There's a twenty Eldritch on every There we go. I'm an Eldritch okay. Knight. Victor. You know what? I'm training to be a shaman. I'm gonna give an arcana <laughs> check. Uh, <laughs> I, Cody, you would have advantage on it, but you. So literally, everyone's better than the wizard. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> sure, he's not a sorcerer. Look, Wildfire's really good at certain things. Knowing about magic is not the same as using No, no. That. Paying attention to garbage is not one of those things. <laughs> See, you know, I was being more delicate about it, but nope. that's our Wildfire. Just, you know. All right. Silvio, Ross, and Victor. You realize this is not a standard spell that is known to humanoids who might be from the player's handbook. Uh, but it looks like a very low-level illusion spell. So it's from Xanathar's? Probably. <laughs> uh, but as the shaman moves their hand, uh, the water basically slides in a, in a, in a blop over uh, towards your area, and uh, it builds a little illusionary <laughs> model of the marsh. Hmm. Ooh. They say that this is where the human refugee hunters are to the north of us. Some of them are half-elves. Oh, I'm that. sorry. Do you speak common now? Oh, sorry. Never mind. <laughs> I, I withdraw the question. I think <laughs> that they all actually speak common, and they're just fucking with you. Yeah. <laughs> That would make sense. Uh, actually, they do not. Aww. They do not speak common. That was not that I'm though. the least so, bit die about altering a stat block, but as written, right? they do not speak common. Just to review, they will potentially agree if we go and investigate these mystery to the southwest, but we could sweeten the deal for them by taking out their adversaries to the north. What well, do you think? Well, our adversaries to the north might, if they're humans, they might actually have stuff that's worth taking, so that's always good. Not to mention it would be stopping more of your slavers, if that's something we're worried about, Victor. So why do we want to take out the slavers to the north, but not the slavers we're talking to? 
Because <laughs> what if those slavers have a small human child that they threaten the life of? All that aside, if we go a few days south to get their their problem first, that seems like there's a decent chance this other group of half-elves would find the refugees, since that's, you know, what they do. And then the lizard folk would have kept their word, but we still would have missed our opportunity to get the refugees. I imagine they will not care what order we deal with these threats in. Let's deal with the humans first, then. That, that's, that's fine by me. I, I think the situation in the South is at least unknowable enough that... Uh, well, no, I, I, I think the humans have to take uh, have to take importance here. Right. And I'll turn back to Rashagor. My companions are willing to offer that we will take out the humans and half-elves to the north before investigating this mystery to the southwest in exchange for dealing with both of these problems, or at least dealing with the hunters and investigating the mystery to the Southwest, that you will help lead us to the human refugees that you hunt. So the look on the shaman's face is clearly that they are not super excited to be given up the 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 humanoids that they've the been tracking. I agree. I mean, but you know what's a, what? But you can see the calculation. What is if what is today's sheep versus getting both of these problems out of our scales? So so the shaman says. It's a deal. We'll lead you to the refugees now, at least as close as I think we can get. Then I will remove one of my, uh, I'll remove one of my arm scales in the same fashion that he did. And it's uh, painful. It hurts. Uh, well, it's like getting a really bad hangnail. Making a, uh, Genasi, making Genasi an unbreakable really promise. Yeah. Making an unbreakable promise is painful. So, yeah. and uh, we'll exchange scales. But the thing is, if he breaks his promise, he loses his magic. But if Ras breaks his promise, he loses my magic. Which is how strong you swing sword? Like me? <clears throat> My magic is one of spirits. Plus, any any uh, lizard folk who would break that kind of promise is universally outcast among their people. Uh, plus, there's all kinds of curses. I mean, it's bad news. Not to Russia. mention, if we break our word, Rashagar would have all rights to kill each one of us. Or enslave us and give us to the Thay? That could be potentially a thing as well. Actually, they're not slave takers. They're just catchers. They're taking, hum taking people against their will and giving them to people that will enslave them. That's I mean, pretty much, yes. Like, we are splitting some interesting hairs here that I'm not <laughs> I'm sure. I'm just pointing out they're not raiding Aglarond in order to find people to transport them to Fae. I want to be clear on that point. I mean, sure, they're opportunistic sla slavers as opposed to, like, intentional slavers. Sure. Because that's so much better, y'all. 
It's All not. Right. It's not. You are being presented with a difficult moral choice. Enjoy. I, I mean, option option B is that you just murder them all right now, which I mean, personally, help really, yourselves. I they very like exchange scales. We are being more than generous to them. Well, right so then. are they going to protect these people then for us as we go about these missions for them? Well, they said they lead us to the people first, so we can take the people, get them close enough to safety, and then go back and do oh, the things okay. we said we would do. Sure, sounds great. So at least this, oh. this deal seems good so far in that at least we get our primary objective done first before we risk our lives to keep the slavers happy. Sounds good. Roz, if you have a relationship now with these lizard folk... Uh, maybe they could be convinced to, uh, I don't know, work on our side of the equation when it comes to these refugees rather than... I do not, uh, I would not call what this is a relationship. We have shared a meal and thus a fire, but that is as far as things like this would go. Typically, when two tribes meet, if it were not for my shamanistic training, I would be an intruder in their territory. So you have no, no basis to make commerce? It would require much more than one breaking of food to ask a favor of that magnitude. But it does appear that they are pretty mercenary in what they do. Like, a sheep is a sheep. They don't care where they got it from. And they're a lot okay. closer to Aglaron than they are to Thay, so... Perhaps this would be something more for... How do you say it? The... Commanding officer. Air commanding <laughs> officer. If only you had one. I look at the goat. <laughs> yes. No. No, no, not, the actual, not, not, you. not you, the actual goat we're bringing with us, who is our commander. We put a badge on him it, and everything. It was, it was a chicken, not a goat. Hey, it's a chicken. Yes. <laughs> Let's the, go retrieve these people. Then we rest. <laughs> I eat, we finish our our 10 minute rest or whatever because I don't think that an actually hour. ever happened it's an hour. there we go sure. we finish our hour sure and the, hour, the hour. folk are happy to you know trade interesting things they have a really effective mosquito sap that they're more than happy to trade for small amounts of something interesting I've got sticker darts uh, yeah they'll take some sticker darts for mosquito sap don't Don. they all have the same racial ability you do Yes, but those are made out of uh, fin beasts. That's true. They got some swagger to them. They do. I mean, that sticker sap is made out of the finest alloy, so... Or aloe? Aloe. Aloe. There we go. Aloe. I don't think it's made up of a mixture of metals, my friends. I mean, it could be. You don't know. (laughs) Their mosquito sap is a giant sword. They used to just cut all the mosquitoes apart. Perhaps their mosquito salve is full plate armor, okay? 
If I heard Joe's erection from here, not even playing a character that can wield full plate in this game. Yeah, but can you imagine the chafing in full plate in the swamp? Yeah, I mean, but the mosquitoes would have to roll an 18 to hit when they bite you, so... That's uh, true. It's you true. would just grease yourself up. So, the lizard folk lead us where? So, uh, sure, the lizard folk lead you deeper into the swamp. And they say, we've been tracking them uh, for quite a while over this way. Oh god, this map is huge. This map is real big. Are you going to move our little people, or are we? Do we need to move them? I'll move them in a minute. Okay. So this, so it, I'm using one map because it's large, but it actually takes you hours to walk where you need to walk. It just happens to look like this map a bit. That makes sense. I mean, I imagine the swamp is pretty. Yeah. I mean, the swamp looks like a swamp. Looks like a swamp is a diverse ecosystem with some of the most differentiated plants and animals on the planet? Yes. Yeah, it is some beautiful, beautiful black mana. So after, uh, after hours and hours of walking and it's getting towards sunset, uh, the lizard folk uh, actually run into another lizard folk and after a hurried conversation and some pointing, uh, Ross, you realize that uh, the, the other lizard folk is a member of their tribe and says, yeah, I've, I've tracked a quartet of people over that way. They say they've found five of them. All right. If they say they found five, we'll accept them. We'll expect them to show us the five. Right, that's a quartet. Four of them. <laughs> I was I was not able to correct you because I don't speak Draconic. Otherwise, no, no, was... that was me to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. in yeah. common. So. That's what I was doing when you said five. I was repeating so that it would be like they shortchanged ah. us when they showed up and there was only four. No, no, you say that, and then I think about it for a second. And I look down at my claw, and I'm like, four of them. <laughs> numbers sound very similar in draconic in common very similar it's a good thing the rest of us can't incite their whole draconic conversation <laughs> no you can you can totally throw me some insight checks I mean, doing i'm it. a barbarian <clears throat> doing my best to negotiate I so, was like a little body language check ball. here oh no right. i'm not doing i'm not pulling so off your, this time your now. passive is 13 so no. I'm willing to take that. What kind of what kind of question are you asking here? Uh, are we being led into a terrible trap? We're full of terrible things. <laughs> no, you think they're on the up and up. Like right. they're not good aligned. Of course. But they're but they seem to be creatures that take their word very seriously. Yeah. I wonder what we're worth. Like two sheep each. you'd have to ask. That would be a little tough to pick up from body language. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, but they get to about this point on the map and they say, we think they're back that way a bit. Pointing to the south, south on the map? Yeah. All right, then. And I will turn to the group and say, they believe that they are just to the south there. 
How exciting. Let's do it. Let's go to the south. Yes. Paige, I'm going to start stealthing my way south. All right. The uh, the lizard folk shrug, and they're like, you've got this. Uh, we're going to continue hunting the gnolls, so at least we've got something. Uh, and they're going to be going uh, in a different direction. So if you find our ken or their bodies, start a small fire, we'll see the smoke and come. And uh, we'll check in on the, the mercenary camp in a few days. Hopefully you will have had a chance to be there with them. Just to All be right. fair, anytime we fight anything, we're probably going to be setting a fire. So maybe there's like a special type of fire we can make. Yeah. All right. And then they FRO into the woods. And by the woods, I mean the swamp. Into the woods. Unless somebody wants to do something about that. I am going to make a quick correction page. Mm -hmm. uh, I am not going to uh, stealth my way to the south. Instead, I'm going to turn to Silvio and say... Perhaps one of you should lead when confronting these refugees. I mean, I am happy to talk to them and see what we find out. I mean, I can I can go forward and scout just to verify what's actually the south of us if you guys want. I'm going to reset the fog of war. Hang on just a second. Um, I'll light it back up. You mean you'd use your familiar? I mean, I, or I could use my stealth. Oh, okay. I mean... So we're sneaking up on the refugees? Well, we don't... We, all we know that they're right now is that they're humans. We're not sure that they're refugees yet. That's they're humans and half-elves. Nope. They're humanoids. Oh, okay. The refugees that they were tracking, the lizard folk clearly referred to as humanoid. Well, they're not... We know they're not gnolls, right? We know they're not gnolls. They, they specified gnolls as something else entirely. Yeah. Well, if they're worth a sheep, then they're probably pretty sentient and stuff like they're probably not going to be myconids or something yeah i mean i can send my familiar out that way so page i send my snake off in that direction is it, is it a flying snake no just a normal snake but we're in a swamp so it's fine is it a badger 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 <laughs> snake! uh 30 foot move on that snake i believe that is true page you seem to have uh removed me from the map no, you're, you're there. Oh, you're, I did. You're, I did. No, yeah, oh. you, your coloration changed completely. Oh, I, I mixed up. What are you trying to say, Paige? That all lizard folk look alike? <laughs> I'm saying I have, I, the mean... map. I have the map on 50%. Everything looks like a postage stamp. Yeah. <laughs> it, Paige has a movement of 30 feet and a swim of 30 feet. Okay, so. And the cool thing is it doesn't even need to hide because, like, it's a snake. It's a snake, correct. <laughs> there uh, are just snakes here. There are just snakes here. And I use my familiar bond with it to look through its eyes. Now I'm taking the map down to 20%. Ooh, I can transform into a constrictor snake. Ooh, we should have made an all-snake party. Or a giant frog. <laughs> and then somebody should have played a Guanti. <laughs> uh, all right, so it takes, uh, it takes a while, a few minutes. Uh, but your uh, your snake gets. I'm just going to light up the rest of the map because you see it through the snake's eyes, and uh, you see in an opening in the marsh on this kind of like uh, 
solid bit here, you see four tieflings who look ragged, muddy, and generally pretty torn up, making their way through the swamp. Like one of them like face plants into the mud and the others try and, and help them up. And unfortunately, behind them, crawling out of the muck itself are where the shit did I put that? Are okay, so you see four things. We'll get to them in a minute. All right. Are several undead creatures. Uh-oh. Oh, holy fuck. Mm. So the refugees are being attacked by some tieflings. No, the, <laughs> the, the tiefling refugees are being attacked by undead Ronald. Oh, okay. The undead are we just assuming they're the bad guys. Are we having I mean, interpretation problems? Thing. All you know is you have four tieflings being chased by undead. I'm sorry, I am not I, making I, I any believe... character judgments on which ones are good guys, bad guys, other guys, what have you. I believe that is all wildfire knows. Mm-hmm. Nah. I mean, hopefully he called out when he saw the tieflings in danger. Yeah, yeah. So function, I'll say the tieflings are being attacked. We should, or I'm sorry, what I will say is the refugees are being attacked. We should go save them. Sounds legit to me. Let's go. All right. Uh, Joe, you see one of them uh, who is uh, kind of a larger female tiefling with a scarred face, um, like chopping at them with like basically a big long stick. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's got good form, uh, but clearly, clearly not the right kind of weapons. Sure. But uh, they, they do not look like they are winning this fight. Mm. Sure. All right, did I take you back to this map? I did. Okay. Uh, so what you gonna do? How far is that away, Paige? It's 150 feet or so. Okay. Uh, let me measure. So from the tree stump to the lead tiefling, it's 140 feet. All right, that's great. Should we? Um... Let's go. Uh, should we roll into initiative, or just you'll we run as fast as we can, and then you start initiative at some uh, other point? Do you have any particular way you want to get up there? It is run as fast as you can, sneak up in the bushes, transform into giant eagles and fly. Otherwise, I can just move your minis down, and you can start from closer. I mean, I can make one of us fly, but I don't know that one of us having extra speed is going to help. It's true. I think uh, I'm comfortable enough just running as fast as I can down there. I mean... Yeah, I think... Is any one of us faster than 30 feet? Uh, I'm also 30 feet. Uh, I'm 35. Alright. Those little goody hooves just Um <clears throat> Yeah, I don't, no, I don't know get them. Yeah, I don't, I don't know see if we, we just don't rush down there. Yeah, I don't think we have a better plan than get them, Paige. Fair enough. I just didn't want to just assume the plan was get them and you guys had something elaborate. Nope. Nope. I think the most elaborate part of it is that uh, I will Silvio will strum his uh, lutes and will 
casts a spell upon uh, good friend Ross. Because Ross is going to get up in there, right? You're going to get up in there, right? I mean, like, let's be honest. (laughs) Uh, And uh, Mira is like, you know, I think I'm going to do this one as a giant lizard. Right? If anyone needs a token. If anyone needs a ride. Are you are you large? Yep. Giant lizard can be ridden or used as a draft animal. I'm in. Let's do it. (laughs) That's pretty cool. I can't imagine wildfire being like, wait a minute, I could not use my own feet. Woo! Yep. Thank you, studio audience, for putting up with us, sort of <laughs> getting our feet under us when it comes to combat. We're trying different things here. Nice All right, token. Andrew, this should do the thing. Awesome. And then Paige, uh, just so that we're clear, the spell that I'm casting on Ross is protection from evil and good. Right. I will give him... You know, he never used that inspiration, despite the fact I gave him a marker. I know, right? I never had the opportunity. Well, once I, I so here's the thing. It's working as intended, because as soon as I gave it to him, he didn't miss. Right. Yep, exactly. I mean, a... I think I missed once on an opportunity attack, but it was more than I think a D6 would have fixed. And you are concentrating, so I'm going to give you the concentration symbol. I am concentrating. Which is um, if casting a spell won't slow us down, then I'll also cast a spell. Um, probably not in any significant way. I mean, unless you're taking ten minutes to cast something. No. So I'll have I'll cast protection from evil and good on myself. Okay. Uh, after we move the first round, I will actually so I'll be a little behind everyone. I'll spend an action to let them know that we're coming from the and from the direction that we're coming and we're here to save them how, how are you doing that <laughs> snaky mouth message okay cool yeah but i mean you do also isn't that the one where you have to reserve a couple of uh words to say you can respond to this message <laughs> i don't think wildfire is the type to do that <laughs> absolutely yeah. not okay fair fair but also what about the burn, burn, burn that goes at the end of all of your messages? No, that's important. It's critical to the spell. I mean, that's why he's down to 22 words. Right, uh, it's fine. Are you listening to them? Are you listening? Are you listening to them? That's a very good call, that this giant lizard and lizard folk are not bad guys. <laughs> that is key information. All right. Okay, so uh, as you, you send a message to which one of them? Uh, the one who is closest to us. Okay. Uh, he looks around, startled, and his eyes get real big. I guess you can see that through your snake. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, it's like my message is, in essence, hey, we're here to save you. We're coming from this direction. Probably led by a giant lizard, by a lizard man. Okay. Fire, a- fire, fire. Fire, fire, fire. Burn, burn, burn. Gotcha. Uh, all right. Noted. 
Uh, as soon as you do that, he yells something in Infernal, which I don't know that anybody who can hear it at that point. I do. Except this all happens when you guys are way far away. Boo. All right, so you run up. We have a lizard man. We have a Silvio. We have a wildfire. We have a Victor Toussaint. And we have a giant lizard mirror. Mirror lizard. So they see you, and uh, as soon as the the one in front sees you, he starts waving his hands back and forth like that. And uh, this one casts some kind of spell at one of the undead. This one runs towards you. And this one in the back, she continues whacking at the two undead back there. If only she had a real weapon. Would you like to roll into a um, she asks at six minutes before the podcast or stream ends. Yeah, I mean, I think rolling for initiative is a great way to set us up to start next session. So yeah, let's go ahead and do that and make sure we capture all of the initiatives this time. Sounds I good. mean, at this point, rolling ending our stream on rolling for initiative is turning into a uh, tradition. Tradition, <laughs> as tradition. is me, as is me rolling crappy initiatives. <laughs> yes. Uh, do you need to clear the initiative track first? She has Probably. already done so. Oh, yep. It looks like she deleted the tokens. Hmm. Uh, I have a 10 for Mira. No. Uh, good well, news, everybody. I got a 2 on my initiative. Four. Nice. Let's see if that works. It did reset nope. your initiative. So I'm spending my inspiration on my initiative because it's the last roll of the night and I'm going to hope to get inspiration relatively quickly next session. <laughs> it's good to have hope. Uh, if only I... I'm a dirty dream. 16 is way better than the four I rolled before, so I'll Ooh. take it. All right, it updated your initiative appropriately. Aha! Also, guys, I had to check this, but I can totally cast magic. It just takes me 10 minutes, and all I can oh, do right. is you have to animal, animal and beast sense. <laughs> yeah, you had magic. See, I've got something to lose. <laughs> ne never right. stop being so awesome, Coda. Never. Yeah. Ever. You were making that agreement in good faith. Yeah, no, I was the one being the smartass, so. Shocker, everybody. All right. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, one undead has a zero. Yes. Be slow. All right. So let's see what we got. So looks like some PCs done dead, a bunch of tieflings, some undead, some PCs, some undead. All right, I'm gonna take a screenshot about this so that I'll have it for next week in case Rule 20 forgets. Saved for posterity. For yep. posterity. <laughs> okay. All right, so let's, let's recap and then call it a night. Sounds great. All righty. 
tonight on Feats and Fables, the heroes of Aglarond engaged in an epic battle with uh, angry plant life of the Umber Marshes. After that, parlay with lizard folk. They found out that something large is disturbing wildlife in one area of the swamp, and another group of human and half-elven refugee catchers are in another area of the swamp. They've chosen to make a deal with the lizard folk to check those two out so that they could get the lizard folk's information about where a group of refugees was. Once they got to the group of refugees, they found them chased by undead. Tune in next week and we'll see what happens then. So, thank you very much for playing D&D with us tonight. Uh, let's see. Thank you for joining us on this adventure. We'll have the video up on YouTube and the audio in the places you get your podcast within the week, Joe. Okay. Please, if you can, follow us on Twitch. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. It really helps. And like us on iTunes. Even though we're not a podcast these days, our audio track is still going to be a podcast. And every time you, you can give us a like on iTunes, it really does help. Please join us next Monday night at 8 p.m. to see what happens next. Follow us to adventure. To adventure. To adventure. To adventure. So roll 20 is our virtual tabletop. Our music is by Kevin McLeod at incomtech.com as served to us by Roll20. This music can be licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. Our maps are from Incarnate, Dungeon Painter Studio, or pulled from various places on the internet as the map logo indicates. See you next week. Bye. 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 Bye.